Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Beyond Resilience Live bonus series, Resiliency During COVID-19. This is your host, Dr. Lidiana Garcia. Today, I'm going to talk about when you feel the urge to do something and what to do about. But before we go there, let me just remind you that whatever I share in this episode or in any of the other episodes in the Beyond Resilience Life podcast, this is not consider a substitute for psychotherapy or any kind of medical advice. If you're going to decide to do anything that is recommended in here, please first consult with your primary doctor to make sure that that's a good practice for you. So now let's begin. Alrighty, so first what I wanted to start talking is how this whole situation, it is a collective trauma that we are all going through. Let me just say that and repeat it again. We're all going through together through a collective trauma, many losses, many difficulties. Some are physical losses. People, some people are dying as a consequence as, of COVID. Some other people are losing their jobs. Their finances are going all the way, like plummeting. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of uncertainty. And many, many other things that are considered traumatic. And maybe you're just kind of like going through it and trying to flow as much as possible. But it still is a moment that this is, we're all, you know, sharing together this collective trauma and is impacting us, all of us in different ways, but it is impacting all of us. And when I say that, I say because. Not to be like a doomsday or adding more into that, but I just want to name what it is because at the beginning, this is already like week three for me here in LA of being shelter in place. But at the beginning, a lot of it had to do with that denial, like this is just a simple virus and all these other kind of things. And as we are more progressing into shelter in place, and now as we're seeing and hearing of family members that are being impacted by it, we're also kind of like now going and moving together into a different stage, into a stage of being in the middle of it. And I know many news and I, again, I don't watch news basically, but what I hear, you know, like the headings of the news and all that. And then I do read some of those, but the little that I've been seeing the news and all that, they keep talking about how we're still not in the peak of it. So we're kind of like getting in the mud, but we're not all the way in the middle. Whatever that is, if it's going to happen or not, I just want to go back and just name what is. Not to necessarily, I mean, not to add any more stress into your reality, but just to name it because there is some kind of freedom when you name things by what it is, because now you don't have to be in this denial and this what's going on. It's like, okay, we're all going through this collective trauma. And for many of us, it's kind of like, because it's a threat and we're taking it as a real threat because it is a real threat. We are reacting depending on how we are used to reacting in survival, you know, moments. For some of us, like I mentioned in the other episodes, we might go into a little high. We might go into a little bit like, I need to do X, Y, and C. And, and, you know, I have to like mobilize myself into doing something, whether that is going away or whether that is like kind of like physically or emotional or whatever, fighting it, 
So it's like this getting mobilized to do something. And, and some other of us are kind of going into like that shutdown and mobilized response. But today I want to talk a little bit more about the mobilized response, the urgency, because this is something that a lot of people that I've been talking to are right now experiencing, like an urgency of something that they need to do. And many people are even confused about what they need to do, but they feel that urgency and then that keeps them going, going, going. That impacts their sleep, that impacts their eating, their ability to connect with others. Because when you're in a go-go mode out of a survival response, it's like you become laser focused onto what to do next. And even though we become laser focused about what we need to do next, sometimes we get like confused and you know like all the way into the mud of that and we cannot see something else and it is there our nervous system has it you know when when we have to survive something like if there's a physical threat like let's say there's a lion right in front of you or a tiger right now everybody's talking about that show about tiger king or something like that um but Yeah, just naming in the tiger. Um, So let's imagine that there's a tiger right in front of you. So, you know, that's where our system it is there. So we can get mobilized and do something. And many of you might say, well, right now, this is a really good time for us to get mobile. And that's completely true. The question is, you know, the tiger, if it's there, is going to try to, you know, let's say that the tiger is going to attack you and that's it. But now it's like three weeks of attacking you that doesn't necessarily happen. So as we continue to move into this more longer time with a lot of things to do, but also longer, then it also creates a sense that um, for, for some of us, we want to stay in that go, go, go. But what I want to say about that is that it might not be completely helpful. Of course, there's going to be moments that you have to be in that, you know, to determine like you have, like, you know, you felt like you were getting sick or something. So things that you need to do or different things I need to do in terms of your job or changes in your life, of course, make those. But as soon as you make those, also how to go back into that regulation mode, because staying in that go-go mode is not going to be helpful for a really long time. So. One way to rec to you know to recognize it because that's where that would be the, the first step that I would recommend is learning to recognize it. I'm going to talk from first person because even though I've talked with a lot of clients, I feel like this is something very personal that each one of us has to explore how it feels. For me, in particular, being in that go-go mode, being in that um, high mode feels like a sense of urgency. Like if somebody's pushing me behind to like be in a race and like I'm just seeing everybody running and I have to run and it feels like energy moving upward and outward, like to my extremities. That's how I noticed that I, I am there. Something else that I noticed is like this urgency is like very intense. There's a difference from I want to go there to, I I need to go there. You have to go there right now. You have to, you know, it's like that kind of urgency. And when I hear my inner thoughts kind of, you know, going there, I know that I'm not necessarily regulated. So as I recognize it, the other step will be to orient yourself to the present. Like, are you in life threatened situation at the moment when that urgency is happening? Are you or are you not? 
Is it something like you can like, I need to buy mask, I need to buy, you know, gloves, I need to buy all this. If you can orient yourself like in this moment right now, do I need this right now? And if the answer is no, then you can kind of like do different things. And then the answer can be like, I still need it for tomorrow or next day, but it's not necessarily like an urgent kind of in the moment. So like I mentioned, recognizing it, orienting yourself to the present in terms of like, is this happening right now? Do I need to do this right now? And if it is a yes, then do it because that's what your nervous system is there for, right? So the other thing is like, notice what you sense. I know I was mentioning my energy kind of moving upward and outward to my extremities, but for you to notice what it feels when you're in that mobilized response. And it could be like physical sensations. It could be combination of emotions, thoughts. It would be really good if you can kind of start having that um, inner reflection about how how is that for you. And then after that, you can also assess the level of distress and your level of control. So for your level of distress, I know I've mentioned this in previous episodes, a simple rating from zero to 10, 10 being the most in distress can help you kind of, you know, for you know, what's your level and what's your threshold. So for some people it's like six, seven, some people can have it higher in terms of level of control. And when I say level of control is how in control you feel to still like not be completely in an unregulated mode. I mean, dysregulated mode, but to still be able to do things. And that is very personal. And after you assess that, then you can take a course of action. And here is where this whole coping skills that the previous episodes had and many, many other coping skills that you can engage. And it will depend on your level of distress. Maybe journaling is one that really helps you, but if you're like almost a nine or 10 in level of distress, journaling in that moment might not be the best. Maybe in that moment you need something more physical, something more to snap you out, like the ice in your forearms or in your legs, um, something hot, something cold, something like that to snap you out of it, or something very physical like push-ups, like laying against the wall and like squatting, um, some, something like that. And, it, and again, it depends. And that's what you have to put them in practice and you have to start noticing. Um, and then after engaging in some kind of coping skill, when you notice that you're a little more calmer, when you notice that that sense of urgency, whatever you were feeling, it's kind of lower than, in, you know, in general terms, that's when your brain is starting to kind of like come back all together and synchronize in terms of like being aligned. Of, of all your different areas. And that would be one of the good times to start exploring using now the power of our prefrontal cortex in terms of being able to um, problem solve, analyze things. This is a time to use it when you're already calmer, when you're in a heightened mode, whether in that go, go, go mode, that might not be the best time to use it because all the focus is going to survival. So then let's go back in terms of like you being calmer. And this is a time that you can use our amazing skill of human being, which is problem solving. And I'm going to give you different steps that are easy for problem solving, because sometimes people go like, okay, problem solving, that sounds cool, but how do you do that? So one of the first steps for problem solving, very simple ones, is to generate different options. So 
I mean, the first first step is to first identify what's the problem. So let's say the problem is I don't have um I don't have any gloves and mask. I'm I'm thinking more mask because here in LA they just are announcing this whole thing that now if you go out please wear a mask. So let's say that's the first that's the problem. I need mask. And then you can generate different options. So over here is a time that you can generate like I would say at least four to five different options and they can be kind of options that you might be they're a little bit out there but in this is the moment to generate because even if they're out there and what I mean it could be something like um like creating my own out of clothing or something you know in in just writing like that because the more that you generate the more you're giving different options and you're thinking about different ways that you can solve this problem because we all know that there are a shortage of masks online and technically they're trying to recommend to leave the N95s for the nurses and the doctors. So so that's when you you know you will create like like at least four or five different options. And then not in that moment, because sometimes we go like, but that wouldn't work. No. Just still write it. Still write whatever comes into your mind and how you can get access of a of or you know how can you use a mask like how can you find a mask and then after that then you're going to go each of these options and you're going to analyze the pros and the cons of each option and it could be something like cost you know creativity and any of that and then you're going to choose one you're going to choose whatever feels like the easiest it could be based on the pros and cons and many other up you know considerations but choose one and this is the most important piece. Take action on whatever you chose. Let's say you chose watching videos on YouTube and doing um, some in the homes because you have some bandanas and you have some, um, you know, you have some bandanas and you can use that. So take the action. Don't just leave it there. Take the action to find the bandanas, do it, put it and all that. And then you can feel how it feels and you can reassess whether that was a good option for you or you feel like it's not covering you correctly. And that way you can look at the other options or you can generate new options. But this is in general, like the different steps of problem solving. And let me repeat it. Number one, identify the problem. Number two, generate different options. Number three, analyze each option's pros and cons. Number four, take an action on one of them. And number five, reassess whether that solves the problem and if it doesn't then generate new or choose a different one that you already wrote down so those are different kind of skills that i would definitely say could be helpful because it's not to like be in the woohoo everything is going to be fine mode it's like we're being in, in in general we're being faced with something that is somewhat of a threat so how can we problem solve and and move forward together you know and this is so important but it would always start or at least how i see it it would it would start with regulating yourself because it's really hard to problem solve out of a survival mode because you're again only in survival but after you regulate yourself then generate different options so that way you can you know solve the problems that you're having at the moment and that's how you can keep on going. And you can also put priority. What what you need to solve now versus what can you solve tomorrow, later on today, or later on the week. So I hope this was helpful. And again, as you know, you can find me on Instagram. 
the handles the Beyond Resilience Life or the, I mean, dr.lidianagarcia. And also you can here, like, look at the show notes. It would have this information. Lastly, the other place that you can find me would be via email at info at the Beyond Resilience Life. I hope you stay safe and I'll talk to you very soon. Bye-bye.